everyone. Welcome back to But Why the Podcast. And today we're Go Ninja, Go Ninja, going with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. As always, I'm your host, Kate. I'm here with Adrian. Hey, how's it going? And Matt. Hello. And I'm not leading this episode. It's Adrian. So he's going to dive into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. why don't we say, hey, it's good to be back. I feel like we haven't recorded oh, forever. Yeah, it is good to be back. Yeah, it is good to be back. We didn't abandon all of you. I almost died last time we recorded, actually. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was weird. But we're back now. Yeah, between <laughs> holidays, Adrian almost dying, and all the stuff coming up, it's just been a crazy, yeah. messed up schedule. It's been a crazy time. Uh, but we're here. We're here to talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Um, turtle Power. Turtle Power. Cowabunga. <laughs> oh, man, that song's so good. We'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Um, first question, intro question, as we do... Uh, just real easy. Who's your favorite turtle? But I guess if you if Splinter or April O'Neil or Casey Jones are your no, favorite, I guess you can say them too. Only the turtles. How dare you? Only the turtles. I'm just saying. Hey, just 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 trying to be all encompassing with the, nope. the, the turtle family. Nope. I don't care about <laughs> the turtle family. You're a turtle, and that's the only one that's a favorite. <laughs> um. So when I was little, Michelangelo was my favorite because he just ate a whole bunch of pizza. But now my favorite is Raphael. I really, really like Raphael. Like, a whole bunch. He's the most badass, and he tells people like it is. So that was going to be my thing of, like, when I was a kid, obviously it was Michelangelo due to, like, the pizza and everything else, which I feel like that was every little tiny kid. They're like, oh, I just like pizza. Of course it's this one. And then as I got older, it was probably uh, Donatello, probably the main one to go. Really? That, That does not surprise me. Yeah. Does oh, not no, surprise me. Be... No, never mind. Yeah, Kate was Donatello say for sure. Wrong again. So yeah. <laughs> Do you actually know what you're talking about half the time anymore? <laughs> Look, Matt. <laughs> it's called depression, oh, and it makes your brain function better. <laughs> yeah. Allows uh, you to focus on very simple, simplistic things and meaningless <laughs> things. So, yeah, mine, I've liked Raphael since I was a kid. This is mainly because when I was younger, me and my best friends, like, we assigned each other turtles. Um, and I picked Raphael, one, because if you know anything about me, red's my favorite color. So I usually just gravitate towards red things. And then <laughs> if everything after that is is com- comes with it. But Raphael's, like, the big muscle guy. And I was always, like, driven to big muscle guys in, in groups. Um, and then you just come comes with like sarcastic, dry, tilt like it is humor, and I I like that about Raphael. And he's also like the best turtle in the live action one too. So that's that's always good. Bad. That's my favorite turtle always through and through. So for the background history, wait, not what what turtles would you assign to us? Uh, Matt, it's definitely Donatello for sure. <laughs> Because he's, he's like the scientist and analytical. Uh, yeah, I, I'd say I'd say you're Leonardo. You're you're the you're the captain of the ship. Why wouldn't you be Leo? Oh, that's fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can and then Leia can be. Uh, Leia can be Mikey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got our next Halloween costume, guys. Yeah, yeah we're gonna kill it. We're gonna kill it. Um, so for the background history, I'm going to keep it kind of short, mainly just because I want to talk more about like how much Ninja Turtle stuff there is. Um, and the background history is pretty straightforward. There's not like a whole lot of, you know, when this is created, there's not a whole lot of like backstabbing and like someone people taking more credit than other stuff, which we've kind of seen when it comes to comic book characters. Cause that's where Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles got its start. Um, pretty wholesome beginnings. So the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or TMNT, or Ninja Turtles. I do not. I, I refuse to refer to them as TMNT, and I hate that they went to that branding in general. But if you want my right off the bat hot take, so do you? But it's you just an acronym. Ju- don't like it. <laughs> it's just an acronym. Either say the whole thing out or say Ninja Turtles. I don't got time for TMNT. Yeah, I was say, like, do, do, I, do I have to say Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles forty six times during this episode? You can say or Ninja am I Turtles. Okay, saying Ninja Turtles. You can okay. say Ninja Turtles. That's probably what I was. That's probably what I was going to go with anyway. So I think that's that's good. Um, there are four fictional teenaged anthropomorphic turtles named after Italian Renaissance artists. 
and they were trained by their anthropomorphic rat sensei in the art of ninjutsu. I just reading that. Yes. That's that's what we're going to talk about. I just love the fact that they're all named after Italian Renaissance artists. That's probably like one of the best things about Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Fun fact for, I guess, well, fun fact number one, they were actually going to name them after, they were going to give them Japanese names, but they thought it wasn't like silly enough based on the premise that they came up with. So they just went with Renaissance artists. So Renaissance artists are more hilarious than. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, especially when they're big turtles who really aren't that related to Renaissance artists literally <laughs> at all. Um, another I mean, fact I found... I could, I, I could reach there. Like, I could reach there for the personalities of those artists and what those artists did. Yeah. Because Leonardo yeah. da Vinci is the most accomplished of all of them, so it makes sense that he's the leader. It also, like, gives me, like, more perspectives. Like, did Michelangelo really like pizza? <laughs> <laughs> The original really wouldn't like pizza that much. Uh, funny enough, for Michelangelo specifically, they misspelled his name, the the two creators. And due to copyright stuff, they didn't change it. Oh. And so, like, their, their copyright thing left. So, it, like, for 20 years in the comics, Michelangelo's name was spelled incorrectly That's for the first 20 funny. years that these people were <laughs> in existence, which is hilarious to me. Um, basically, and then from these 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 TMNT turtles... Uh, from their home in the sewers in New York City, they battle petty crime, criminals, evil overlords, mutated creatures, and other alien invaders who are attempting to remain hidden from society. Crazy premise, but somehow it works to grow into this giant uh, turtle power phenomenon. They were created by Kevin Eastman and Peter Layard in 1983, basically like after the duo was just sitting around eating pizza, watching TV... They made up like a joke sketch of a turtle, and then uh, you know, they basically went back and forth creating turtle designs, and then they just jokingly put the title as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from their comic studio slash house combo, um, and then they just ran with it. They, they liked the way it looked, and they just ran with it because they were basically just two guys who got together with dreams of wanting to be comic designers, and they basically moved into a house together and made it their studio called Mirage Studios. And it went over so well, they published their first issue of Ninja Turtles. And kind of like when we, talk, we talked about Men in Black when it started out as a comic, it was the first Ninja Turtles was much darker and grittier. Like, basically, like, they're killing people, they're chopping off heads, blood's flying, they're cursing, they're drinking. It's definitely a much darker version. Than How Ninja are Turtles. they teenaged? They're turtles. They age, uh, age, they age different. Yeah, turtles. I, just... <laughs> I like turtles. <laughs> yeah so um and the cool thing is like when they made this first issue they because they um, usually thought it was just gonna be a one-off like they killed shredder at the end of like the first issue just because they were just doing it just for fun but basically what they did is they made it a parody off of different comics but primarily uh marvel's and frank miller's daredevil comic which that, essentially that a lot of the parallels are there so splinter the uh the giant rat turtle sensei equivalent to stick daredevil sensei stick splinters wood there's there's some stuff there the foot clan basically the ninja clan that is one of the you know biggest enemies for the ninja turtles and then daredevil has the hand another ninja clan so very on the nose there body part <laughs> another body part <laughs> and then basically the way that they get their powers are pretty similar um eastman and and peter also like said that it was the same canister here this is not marvel can uh, cannon, but the ooze canister that gave the turtles their powers is the same canister that hits Matt Murdock in the face that gives him his powers is what they said. This isn't canon, but like the things are similar, getting their thing their powers from radioactive substances completely by accident. Um, other influences for the comic were again Frank Miller's Ronin, basically a ninja in New York City. Um, New Mutants, Teenage Mutants, obviously, and Dave Sim Cerberus, which features the anthropomorphic fighting aardvark. Uh, that part, and then also the part that Dave Sims published this comic independently for basically its entire run, like I think it's like 300 issues or something like that, uh, which is basically what um, Peter and Eastman did. They did this comic for the vast majority of its of its life, basically just through Mirage Comics in their little home slash house studio 
basically uh, after the first success of the first comic, um, the duo was approached by a licensing agent, Mark Friedman, who wanted to help the two merchandise merchandise the turtles into toys. They were turned down a whole bunch, but Friedman found success with Playmates toys as they were getting ready to expand from uh, Japan into the U.S. Uh, but however, before they got like the go ahead on the toys, they had to do a couple things. And the first thing they had to do was make the change, make changes to the original comic. So the original comic didn't have any distinguishing features. It was basically a black and white comic. No turtle was really different from the, um, from any of them. So they had to go back and change that. They had to take out some of the cussing, which they turned into catchphrases like cowabunga and turtle power instead of saying, um, damn, which was a big word for them to say, which is consequently what Raphael says in the live action. He says, damn, a whole bunch. So they kind of <laughs> kept some of that stuff in there. But at least for them to make toys, they had to make those changes. So that's where we get the four distinct turtles from. Leonardo or Leo, the courageous and conscientious leader who wears a blue headband and wears uh, and then uses two katanas. Michelangelo or Mikey. Uh, free-spirited comic relief who wears orange and wields a pair of nunchucks. Donatello or Donnie, basically the tech genius who wears purple and wields a bow staff. And Raphael or Raph, who is the aggressive, sarcastic muscle who wears a red headband and wields two sigh. And additionally, they added in more characters like uh, April O'Neil, Casey Jones. They added in more enemies like the Krang and all of these other stuff basically to flesh out the story since they only expected it to be a one-off issue and honestly just to sell more toys. I would like to, I would like it to be stated on the record that Casey Jones was one of my first uh, animated crushes. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. So when it comes to these toy things, all I know is this stuff came out about right after I was born for the most part, depending on the years. And so pretty much all my first toys and all this stuff is literally all Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense yeah. because when the toy run does get started, they basically take over like the market. Like yep. they were like the best selling toy for a long time, and this is against. And Playmates wasn't like the big, you know, one of like the big yeah. toy producers. But Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like put them on the map. Yep. Um, and the toys who made us have a great has a great episode on Ninja Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And if you're interested in like if you're older and you are wondering why you should should have kept your Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys. Um, that I will not watch that because reason. of that. You know how many damn toys I had? I had so many Ninja Turtle toys yeah, and so costumes and yeah. like shirts. That's how I feel about with the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers toys because I oh, had yeah, all the little That's flip heads. A, yep, I had yep. all those. Yeah, yeah the flip heads. That's how I feel with yeah. Godzilla as well. I had all the Godzilla toys. It's been so yeah. bad watching all this stuff going, all the toys, and I'm like, I just want to be a kid and play with my toys and I had adventures, and now you're telling me I lost out like on $10,000? No, you want to know the worst thing is every time I see something like that, I send it to my mom and I make my mom sad because my mom had this thing. If I did not pick up my toys, they got thrown away. And I didn't get replacements. <laughs> so a lot of my really expensive or would be really expensive toys are in a garbage dump somewhere. I have no idea what happened to mine. I just got up. older and I think they just finally either got talked out or given away. I think they, most of them were given away, but it's just a. Uh... Your mom didn't purposely ruin your childhood. <laughs> no, I actually played with a lot of my toys. I, I did too. I just didn't pick them Apparently up. Apparently you didn't play they with enough. They away. were thrown away. <laughs> Yeah, now that I think about it, I don't because I had for Power Rangers specifically, and th- it, there's a tie-in, right? Because Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles had that had that crossover, so we're we're still we're still on the same thing here. I don't really know if I had Power Ranger toys or like the knockoff ones from like the swap meet. <laughs> I never really figured it out because like the heads never really flipped correct. Yeah, I don't know if they were just the knockoffs or they were they were legit. But. My grandpa used to give me a uh, like a portion, like a little tiny amount of because like so essentially like we had a, we had two giant pecan trees in my grandparents backyard and my grandpa would essentially use the kids as labor and he would have us go pick up all the pecans and then put them into the giant like white bins and then he'd go sell them and he'd give us a little bit of money and so i always used mine to buy little toys and stuff so i had uh the when i realized i needed to pick up my toys was when my mom actually threw away my pterodactyl zord um, oh no that i had spent a lot of money to go get no. and i looked it up online that that thing is worth a lot of money <laughs> um makes me sad but yeah 
Yeah, but I also no did have Ninja, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I had at that point I did care about April, and I had a little April toy. And then my cousin stole all of my Ninja toys. My uh, I had a Shredder, I had Mikey, and I had Raph. And my cousin took them because he said they were boy toys. I'm still bitter about oh. it. Well, so you know how they did the old soda <laughs> container things where you had like a case of like 30 in a giant case? I'm pretty sure we took yeah. that and made it into shells for my brother and I to make costumes. Don't I have That's a cool. picture of you and your brother? Didn't your dad send us a picture of you? Probably. And your I mean, I, you know how many different Ninja years? Turtles? You know how many different years I was a Ninja Turtle? Probably for like the first <laughs> six years of my life at this point. Like, it actually made up a good portion of my childhood. Like I said, it. Like Adrian said, when the boom happened, it was part. I was one of those children in that boom. Yeah, it, it was. It's crazy, um, and especially because playmates didn't really have any. And this is also going up against you know GI Joe and things like that. But I can't remember the number off the top of my head. Um, but they owned basically like the almost the entire market for the, like five years after they came out. When it came to Christmas sales and things like that, they were outselling everything, everything. And they keep on selling stuff like it's it's still it's still going to today. So basically, after the initial comic run and the toy run, the turtles become an instant phenomenon, and it spins into animated television series, live action television series, animated movies, live action movies, video games, arcade games, amusement rides, um, a musical, uh, basically everything Be- becomes everything, and it's still going on today. Uh, so that's really all I have for for the basic intro history just because there's really not a lot to it like these dudes came up with a thing they thought was funny and then they sold it for a lot of money and kept selling it for a very long time Um, (laughs) and yeah i think we from there we can kind of get into some of the but why those and i think one of the biggest things on why this is so cool is that it's a ridiculous premise and it works but it's hard to replicate, and they've kind of stood the test of time of other things that are like it that can't compete with how good the Teenage Mutant Ninja are. And I have some theories on why that is, but again, like for the premise, just so we're all on the same page, this is this thing is about Four's wisecracking, pizza-loving Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles who learned ninjutsu from a giant talking rat, and they fight secret ninja clans, evil scientists, alien warlords, interdimensional beings and other anthropomorphic enemies like that's it like that's the franchise and they live in a sewer and they live in a sewer in probably one of the meanest cities on the planet new york city it's a very decked out sewer yeah and if you kind of look back before this and we've talked a lot about animation i think this year and there's really nothing like this before before it you know before this you the big action cart uh, action series or things like um thundercats and he-man and things like that which do have some kind of fantastical anthropomorphic stuff but not this related to what we have kind of in our everyday they're life. not like actual freaking like like he-man yeah. has battle cat yeah that's basically battle it. cat then, is like, not there's... the main character <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean there's and if you the only other place I can really see stuff like this is maybe like the villain Spider-Man fights because he does fight a lot of yeah, like Ro- like Rocksteady, like Bebop and Rocksteady would totally fit in Spider-Man's yeah rogues yeah. So like that, there is the, but it's really but really nothing else. And however, there is a lot of stuff that tries to replicate it. That magic of anthropomorphic action heroes that either got started off as toys or cartoons or comics. And I just want to run through a couple to see if you remember. In our show notes for our patrons, you do I did link some of these just in case you were wondering what, what this was like. But these are some of the, the cartoons I remember as a kid. Um, there was Samurai Pizza Cats. Biker Mice from Mars. Remember that one. Street Sharks. Remember that one. And Street Sharks! <laughs> Street Sharks. Plug Vin Diesel. With Plug Vin Diesel. I also did not realize that because I, I rewatched the first uh, live action movie to yesterday, and before Raph like jumps off of like, uh, or no, I, don't know, I was watching. I think I was watching like the reboot or something like that. I was watching the reboot, but in one of like the movies, like Raph is like, "What would Vin Diesel do?" And then like jumps out of a plane. Uh, so there's there's stuff there. It's just the callbacks are great for for Vin Diesel. Uh, you have Street Sharks, and then you have the subsequent spinoff from Street Sharks. Extreme Dinosaurs, Saw that which I one. had a bunch of toys of. Yep, remember that I had one. a bunch of Street Sharks. I had a bunch of Extreme Dinosaur toys. Another one of my personal favorites, SWAT Cats, The Radical Squadron. 
the second season of that show is so good. It's basically oh, just wow. a big anime. I remember this. Yeah. I've actually seen this one. Same. Yeah. You had Mighty Ducks, the animated series. That show was so good. I love that show. Like, so I know, so I remember Street Sharks, Extreme Dinosaurs, Swat Cats, and the Mighty Ducks. But the Mighty Ducks was like a legitimately good show. Like, I loved that shit so much. I like, ooh, it's so cool. And the actual <laughs> like logo is really cool. Just like the duck bill, yeah. but it's a hockey With mask. A duck bill. Yeah. Oh. Then you also had Battletoads, which is basically like the video game attempt. Like, the premise yeah. of Battletoads is almost exactly the same yes. as um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Others that I found, but I had no idea existed, there is this Road Rovers, which is like dogs. And they have familiar. a Doberman who speaks German. Or who I don't know what it is, accents. but I want to watch it because it is puppies. <laughs> oh, I've seen Avenger this. Avenger Penguins. I saw Road Overs. Avenger Penguins, and there's this other really ridiculous one, Wild West Cow, Boys of Moo Mesa. Uh, what? Yeah, it's anthropomorphic cows, and they ride horses. It's kind of weird. So I don't know. Oh, I watched Road Rovers. Yeah, I was like, I've watched Road Rovers. And then you have Dino Saucers, which comes out almost exactly after they get their TV pilot, and it's pretty similar to what what we get. It's kind of like Extreme Dinosaurs, but not as extreme. I saw, yeah, I saw this one, too. So this cow thing is a little disturbing. Yeah, it's a little weird. Which one? It's a little weird. I watch, I I watch some clips on like YouTube. It. I don't like this one. <laughs> yeah. so this the one... other ones I'm okay with. This one, I... No. Yeah, so most of these, except with the exception of Dino uh, Saucers, basically come out like early 90s or like very, very late 80s, like 89. But right when oh, the I comic la- launches, you have a bunch of comic knockoffs as well. So, and here's just some examples. These all came out in 86, which is basically two years after the original comic launched. Adolescent radioactive black belt hamsters. Preteen dirty gene. Kung Fu <laughs> kangaroos. Naive interdimensional commando koalas. Cold-blooded chameleon commandos. And is this geriatric gangrene jujitsu gerbils? Why? Did, did Kate come up with all these comics? <laughs> and while I have like pro- profound love for a lot of these, oh no, street those gerbils are terrifying! I thought it was gonna yeah. be cute. No, 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 no that is disgusting. Cute. Oh, why? Yeah, those are not cute. So with this is like Street Sharks, Extreme Dinosaurs, uh, Swat Cats, Mighty Ducks. I really did enjoy those, but none of those really have the success that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has. I think it has a lot to do with it being first, because like I said, there's really nothing like that before. No one's making green jujitsu gerbils who are scary looking. Those are just turtles um, with hair. The hamsters are fine at least. <laughs> those are just turtles with hair. I'm telling you. <laughs> But I think it, the bigger part of it is that it was able to have success in different mediums. Like, they, it just wasn't just a cartoon. It just wasn't a comic. It just wasn't just for toys. And that's basically what those other ones really fall into. They were just trying to ride the coattails of, let's sell a bunch of toys, which they do. But they don't have the longevity that Teenage Mutant, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has. Um, and I think Being First has a lot to do with that as well. Any other thoughts on these rip off? ones i think i think beast wars has a lot to thank to teenage mutant ninja turtles as well i don't know if you'd have beast wars without i don't know are you still sad about the gerbils cake because they're really (laughs) disturbed right now i don't like it i don't like oh it's all gerbils and i got excited and it was like no yeah out of all the ones here gerbils hamsters koalas i looked up everything else all the other ones look fine the gerbils are terrifying. There, what are we turtles with hair? I don't like Me. it. I want one. So, fun fact: I did actually have seen a few episodes of the Wild West Cow Show. I recognize the. Characters. I did not know it was a thing. I kind of want it. I kind of want to watch the stuff. It's real weird. Um, very violent. It's a very. Violent. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, I think once you once you take humans out of the equations, they just do whatever they want. Which is possibly why. Which uh, obviously I don't know if we got it. We were going to get into it yet, but yeah, no, that was going to be one of those things where I feel like that's why it ended up being so popular compared to like a GI Joe at some point because you know, when you like you said, when you take humans out, all of a sudden animals are just tearing people, cutting people's heads off. But they're like, it's just a turtle. Yeah, the funny thing is, is that, and we'll kind of get into this a little bit later, but like, or as well as one of the fun facts. They actually, after they make the change from that first comic, they there's never them actually killing anybody. I don't think Raphael or or Michelangelo actually stab anybody, despite the fact that they have edged weapons. So I believe they do in I Batman slash Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That would make more sense. Yeah. That, I think that would make more sense, yeah. Because, well, like, I found out, like, running the site and, like, getting all, like, these comics and stuff, there are some real dark Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comics, like, currently going. Yes. Like, there's Shredder from Hell, or Shredder Goes to Hell, which is, like, <gasps> oh, God. Like, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, no. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll sign, I'll sign, like for like the the cartoons. Oh and yeah, stuff. the cartoons. Well, I'm yeah. trying to think. I know they yeah. did in the cartoons. I'm trying to think if, in the first two movies if there was anybody that died. I don't or, think so. But I couldn't remember quite. I don't. I don't think so. I mean, they throw Shredder off a roof and put him in a trash compactor, and then he's alive in the second movie, and then like a whole pier falls on him. So I think he probably dies then. <laughs> but yeah, because I knew I knew Shredder had died like stuff, but I was just yeah. like, I don't remember if he got stabbed or what. Could, been a while since I've seen the uh, s- stuff fell on him, and then he yeah. got kicked into a trash compactor, basically. Which is we didn't stab you. See, hilarious. that's a fine if you don't stab somebody. Just throw them off the roof. <laughs> that's like I'm saying. Like as long as you're not stabbing, as long as there's no blood, you can basically throw people off a building and it just be okay. Yes. Just because because reasons. Uh, okay, so from there we'll kind of talk about the different mediums that they they've been in in various degrees, and I'm sure we'll have a lot to say about the live action. Um, and then some of the animated series. I think that's where. I mean, I had the toys, but I didn't read the comics. Like my big thing was the show, and then the movies. Yes. But the comics is where we get the franchise from, and it basically runs, continues to run with I, IDW Publishing today. But it basically stayed with Mirage Comics for the vast majority um, of its of its existence. And in between that time, between Mirage and IDW, it's basically gone through Archie Comics, Image Comics, uh, as well as Dreamwave Productions. And it has like over 250 main issues, I believe, with a bunch of miniseries and crossovers like we talked about. Uh, Ninja Turtles go everywhere. Like they go with Batman, they go with the Power Rangers, they go with basically just anyone you can think of. They've probably gone somewhere and turtled it up and ate pizza with almost anyone you can think of. Um, which is probably, which honestly not too bad because this isn't, you know, these aren't, this isn't a DC comic run. This isn't a Marvel comic run. They basically just stayed independent for a long time. And then when someone flashed them $60 million or whatever, they, whatever it was, they were like, okay, yeah. cool. Which is one of the cool things too, because like they're, they're technically, so right now the rights for TMNT goes to IDW and they're, they're not indie. But they're not the big two. Um, exactly. Right. So, and then uh, essentially, like, they share those, right? So, like, there is a Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles crossover that's coming from Boom. And then, of course, the Batman one that's going on. But, like, it, it'd be, you'd be hard pressed to say that, like, the comics sold out. Yeah, for sure. I, I don't think it's like that at, at all. And they even brought, I, I believe, I'm pretty sure it's Kevin Eastman came mm-hmm. back to kind of uh, to work on it. And then. Peter basically like never signed away all of his shares. Like if he ever wanted to kind of come back and publish the thing independently by himself, he has those rights to do. So the two creators still have some kind of creative control over the Ninja Turtles, which is pretty cool considering how much they've changed and kind of tone and their design, their look is is all changed. And we'll kind of talk about that. So it does have television series. It has four animated series currently. It has two. First. This is this is this is also why I'm gonna say you can't really kind of get off my lawn here because there's like so many episodes of the other stuff that you could spend your whole life watching the original and just and be totally fine. So the original series and they're all the first three are all called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. There's no other part to that. So what are they called? One Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay, cool. Let's keep going. (laughs) 
Okay. Uh, the first series was from 87 to 96, and that totaled 193 episodes. The second series was from 03 to 09 with 156 episodes. Um, I believe the first one was on CBS and then syndicated like later late on other places after that. Um, the second series was on uh, Four Kids TV and then later CW. Yeah. And then around, I think it was around 2011 when they started selling shares and things like that, Nickelodeon picks it up and the third series runs from 2012 to 2017 and totals 124 episodes and now they are on rise of teenage mutant ninja turtles which is basically a prequel that is that ran from 2018 to now and is currently in its second season right now has about 26 episodes in the first season i think the next season just started like this week i think what is this artwork it's terrible this animation um, is so awful. bad. So that's what I was going to say. So the first two, I've seen, obviously, the 87 to 96 one. seen a lot of those. Obviously, prime Matt childhood. Um, and then I've seen quite a bit of the 03 to 09 stuff. And then I don't know what the hell they do with this animation and all the other stuff that they do with these tones and everything in the last two. I know they end up being semi-successful, but I cannot. I just can't watch them. They're, yeah. they're the, the third. Yeah, I was in the same boat for the third one. Um, the CG but the is third, real weird. It's which is weird, but it's 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 still pretty good. Like it's still better than most most things out there. Um, I have seen none of this new. I've seen none of the new one. I know the other, but I've seen the artwork. I've heard it's done. It's doing pretty well. Yeah, Uh, except this. I mean, I like this different animation better than like the CG in the third one. The third one is awful looking. I tried to watch the third one because I remember it just kind of came back and it was kind of had a thing. And I was like, oh, I got time. And I was just like, I hate the way this looks. I really liked. (laughs) Uh, the 2003 one, like a lot. Yeah, that the was. Yeah, that was. Is really good. I obvi- I liked the one that ran in '96, obviously, because that's like childhood. But like, I think like my favorite was that second one. Yeah, I agree. I think that's pretty pretty common amongst yes. people in our age range, just because it's. Yeah, it, it's good. Yeah, it's it's really really good. Yeah, this new one though, I just don't. Want to, they don't even really look like turtles. No, they don't, and that's why I can't. And they have like poly. They made them like it looks like 1990. 1990- 92 we're making first gen like video games when everything polygons yeah yeah i'm not sure it kind of looks like a little ben Tenny to me which i like because i like the animation like in the first ben 10 yeah but they have actually have curves know. in ben 10 this one just has yeah, like I corners i just think Raphael looks dope and that's all i can <laughs> <laughs> you just because he's big you look how big he is he's a he's a chunk He's a thick boy. Look at that. He is a thick boy. Uh, <gasps> I don't know. I could do a Lizzo boys thing, but to Ninja <laughs> Ninja Turtles. <gasps> yeah. Bad. I like big boys. Itty bitty boys. <laughs> Just saying. There's one for everything. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so, from there, uh, we'll move on to staying in TV, the live action series Ninja Turtles. The Next Mutation, so. that ran from 97 to 98, with 26 episodes. If you want to go watch this, you can go watch it on Netflix. But awful. if you want to go watch all and the good stuff, awful. you can't. And it is it's so awful. Good. It no, is awful. It's so funny. I literally tried to rewatch this probably about the year I met you. Um, I was actually in the process of re-watch, attempting to rewatch this, and it is just so bad. I liked it. it I, I think liked it. I believe, there's two, I believe it's two seasons, if I remember correctly. It's like two short seasons, or if it's one long, I can't remember exactly. So it doesn't, I liked it outside of that weird ass female turtle. That which female I, turtle yes. was real weird. I'm like, why give her boobs? Don't do that. That's that is also what I was going to say. That's not how turtles work. Because she's got the coolest color. Because she comes in with teal, and I'm like, oh, we got teal. This is cool. I like teal. And then I'm like, what happened to you? Why do you have boobs? That's a turtle. It, you guys didn't like Venus. No. The female. The, I've tried rewatching this thing on Netflix three <laughs> times, and I cannot do it. It's just so bad. But Every time I see it, I get excited. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can watch Ninja Turtle. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And then about two episodes in, I'm like, oh, this is awful. A female turtle was just not a good idea. It, it, it was a good idea. You just don't need to put boobs on a turtle. Yeah, like, it, it wasn't like she was necessarily bad. She like, just, Venus it, is cool. Uh, her, the rest of her design is great. Don't put titties on a turtle. Oh, it was you so don't want to sexualize the turtles? No, uh, this is so weird. Yeah, so like, if you want to talk about like controversies between Eastman and Laird, like this is probably the biggest one where they weren't sure whether or not they should do this. Like, uh, Peter Laird was like definitely did not want to put 
that in the thing, and Eastman was more like, "Hey, money." It seems like hey, turtle boots like, can sell. Yeah. yeah. So it's like basically like their biggest point of contention in their relationship is basically this series and them trying to like market stuff to girls, but not doing it in the uh, best way possible. I get why I they also... did it, and I didn't think she was bad. Like with what her character was done, and obviously I like the color that they chose for her. But also, they put titties on a turtle. I'm also just like, <laughs> I, like, titties on a turtle is not how you market to girls. You know how you market to girls? You just make Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And girls who like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles will like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. People that's seem to it. forget that, by the yeah. way. But yes. Like, that's it. Like, I don't need a titty turtle. Like, all I need, like, shit, I had April. <laughs> April was a titty turtle. <laughs> I don't need a titty turtle. <laughs> Clip it. <laughs> Clip it. But, like, April is a really good character. Yes, she is. Like, she, she is, is an extremely is. good character. She's powerful. She has agency. And she's, like, one of the main reasons the turtles make it through anything a lot of the time. Like, that's a really good representation mm-hmm. of a female character. You don't need titty turtle. I'm sorry, Venus. But, like, no. And, and, well, even like ugh. the uh, what was it the like the female ninja lady? Yeah, she's really good. Not not in the movies, but she's good. In the <laughs> stuff. Yeah, but yeah, she's she's dope. Yeah, I so I had fun with this series, but I'm. I can only make it about five episodes in before I. I have think to the give hard up. thing is, is they don't have as much uh, movement in no. their in their faces. Yeah. you can tell it's more of a low budget TV thing versus like a movie and everything yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm just salty like that's on Netflix, but not some of these animated series because they're just better than this. Yes. And I don't know why they still have this have this on there. Um, haven't seen the new one. I'd give it a shot just because I like turtles fighting each other. And you but like big boy, big boy rap. I like big boys. Yeah, big boy rap. <laughs> big boy. kind of why I like the live action one so much. Like the, I mean, I like the, the new live action one. Um, all right, we'll, we'll get into it. All right, so there's movies. There's movies. Um, primarily the live actions. There's five with one possible reboot with Michael Bay again because reasons, I guess. Money, so money, the first money. money, right? So the first Ninja Turtles in the nineties was basically the first the first movie. Um I didn't really have a whole lot of stats on this because Box Office Mojo hates us and but it did come out in nineties and was in that year the ninth ranked movie. I think it made like two hundred and eighty something million on a pretty low budget and you know that's also the same year like ghost home alone comes out so it does pretty well against pretty big movies that year um ninja turtles 2 the secret of the ooze in 91 uh the, basically the direct sequel that comes out pretty quickly after that's my favorite and this, <laughs> and this is the one with vanilla ice and go ninja go ninja go it's my favorite go. it's so good it's good yeah, it's it's really good. Uh, my opinion, it doesn't it does terribly like in the in the box office and doesn't do very well. Uh, but it also like sold a lot more toys and stuff because you have more characters and things like that. I saw both the movies in theaters. Y'all weren't even born. <laughs> nope i i was I was not born. I watched I watched that one on VHS. I was born. Yeah, were you? I was born. When was that release date? I don't know the release date. <laughs> When's that head? potato? That's my year. I was a potato. Yeah, <laughs> you were three. You were still potato. It was March 22nd, 1999. You were like just being conceived, Kate. I guess that's what that was. <laughs> yeah, that's about uh, right, actually. <laughs> I was I was Your born. parents went and saw this movie and said, we need to have a Kate. <laughs> <laughs> we need to have a Kate. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, so it doesn't do as well financially. I haven't seen it in a very, very long time. Mainly one because I don't. I need to find like they're hard DVD to find. It. To be honest, yeah. I watched. I watched the first one on YouTube because they had like a pretty good YouTube thing on there. It holds up pretty well. They do. Uh, yeah, the, the fighting is the fighting is kind of a little campy, but it's still fun. The characters are still good in the first one, so I have to imagine the second one probably still holds up um, as well. The third one I haven't seen in probably like 20 years. This is actually the most recent one I have seen. And this one's weird because it's like so underrated. And I actually forgot it got made for a while. And so this is the one that I forgot existed. And I was like, oh, yeah. I love that one because they go to No, I think it's it's great. I actually really enjoy it. It's probably what I... time travel. Yeah, no. It's so good. 
yeah, I haven't seen this one in a long time. Um, I know it's weird that they like speak English randomly sometimes in it. Like, <laughs> it is. What, what's going on here? <laughs> uh, but I I remember it being good. But also again, one of those things where where am I supposed to go watch this movie at? I I know this was the most recent yeah, one. Easily. I watched it a few years ago. I can't remember if I it just happened to be one of those they put on Netflix for like a week or something like that, and during an event, like maybe in like the release of like one of the animated shows or something like that. Um, but. It don't pretty good. I mean, from what I've seen, like I said, it's been maybe a few years since I've seen them, but I've seen them at least within the past, like, you know, five years, all of them. That's just not true. I haven't seen the first one. But the, the, I also the think, two. like, these movies really ruined any perspective that I have for live action that doesn't use practical because... Yeah. yes. And it's also, like, I don't know if the second Michael Bay Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles a good movie because I could not get over the fact that they did CG for the turtles. Well, let's get to those movies before like, we. I don't, but I'm just saying, like the the practice, yeah. like the actual design of the turtles in the live action movies in the '90s is beautifully done. Like the faces mm-hmm. move really well, the bodies are real. Like it, it. I don't know. It kind of like when I think back of like like movies that gave me like that magical feeling as a kid. Like oh my god, this stuff might be real. It's Star Wars and it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Because of the yeah. use of practicals. Yeah, it, it works out really, really well. Like I said, it holds up. Like if you want, if you go watch it on YouTube, you can watch it on YouTube for free. Um, and I'm surprised at how well how well it holds up. Like it's not. I mean, you can tell that like, they're dudes in a suit, but they're dudes in a suit who are moving pretty fluidly. Like Power Rangers could never. Uh, but then you have the Michael Bay reboot series in 2014, which is just Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and that was just Teenage the title Mutant of it. Ninja Frogs. <laughs> Battle um, toads. I, didn't... <gasps> I just Battle got a toads. meme idea. I'm gonna oh, tell my no. kids. Oh, don't do it. Yes. Oh, god damn it. God damn it. Um, I didn't have a problem with this first movie personally. I thought it was like an okay introduction movie. If they did a second one, and they did do a second one, so I thought it was fine. Uh, TMNT, TMNT, Out of the Shadows in 2016 is the most recent one. This one's free on. Uh, Prime Video, if you want to go watch it. I think it holds up well. You get the Krang. You get uh, the crazy doctor guy. Uh, it's campy and stupid, which is... I don't want to see... I don't think I need a super serious Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, it is like Sky Beamy and Michael Bay-y, but if you look at it, it's like, is this a Ninja Turtles movie? It's it's pretty much a Ninja Turtles movie. So, I know the first one I've seen... I saw it one time, and I just I couldn't get past what they looked like, and so it was hard. Um, I know the Outer Shadows one. It was actually I was kind of excited to go see it, and then I don't know, just never ended up seeing it. I don't believe I have seen it. Um, but it did look a lot better than the first one, and like it did seem at least promising. Also, no, it sadly I think it kind of bombed. I think both of these bombed, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I mean they don't they don't do super super well, but like they do Michael Bay okay. Do they do Michael Bay okay? Michael Bay was banking on Transformers making like millions of dollars and putting out some of the worst stuff we've seen. Uh, two hundred and forty-five million for the second one. I know the second one bombed pretty bad. Yeah, second one bombed. The second one I think was disappointing. The first one I think kind of was about what we expected, considering especially how bad the design looked. Yeah, but I thought the second one was much better. Um, it looked much better. I haven't seen it, so. Yeah, this one I think. Yeah, the first one did four hundred and ninety-three million on a hundred and twenty-five million budget. Um, but the, the, the second one's just more turtle right? Like, you have those basically kind of things that they go through in the first movie is kind of stuff that, like, the very, very first movie in the 90s is kind of the same stuff they're going through in the second movie where they're kind of trying to figure out their, you know, their places and weaknesses and things like that, which, as a Ninja Turtles fan, I think is good. And Bebop and Rocksteady are just ridiculous, so. Uh, from there, we have two animated movies there was the ninja turtles in 2000 in 2007 which isn't connected to the show running at the time because it was basically announced like way before it's another kind of weirdly animated one that kind of resembles basically kind of what they do in the fourth or the the third series similarly kind of like design but different it's it's kind of own thing i watched it on nickelodeon it's probably about it um, and then Rise of TM- TMNT is to be determined. And it's just based on like the latest show. Okay. And that's basically all we got for movies. So five total with a possible reboot for Michael Bay soon. So 
Yeah. Hold on, possible reboot again, or just like another continuation from it? From what I from what I read, it was a reboot. A, so a reboot of his reboot. Yeah, I guess. That's why I was confused. I was like, didn't Michael Bay already reboot it, so we're rebooting it again? Yeah. This is how we're going to get Scooby-Doo again. Yeah. This. Hey, I saw the trailer for Scooby-Doo. Didn't look too bad. Kind of with it. It looks cute. Have some issues. Why'd they change Fred's clothing? Mm, I don't know. It, kinda, don't it know. actually, I was more focused it on actually surprisingly bugged me more than I thought it was going to be. Once somebody... I looked at it, I was like, that looks off. And then somebody mentioned it, and I was like, that really does, why is this bugging me? But anyways. <laughs> uh, so for video games, like like anything, and we've talked about this multiple times on the show, but in the late 80s, early 90s, if it came out, there's a bunch of video games for it. But I don't think any are more popular, or you've undoubtedly played these in an arcade somewhere. Either um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game, or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time which both kind of follow the like the, the Simpsons game like the scrolly played of, both of them uh, they were both great also yeah. there was a Super Nintendo Teenage Turtles which I think was yeah, a Yeah the the first one is basically a port of yeah. the NES to arcade yeah. yeah which is also great and I owned for a long time which is I'm sure another game that probably is worth a lot of money that I have no idea where it ever went probably worth a lot of money yeah <sighs> He's beat the game uh, like I know 10 that times. there's like there's point of contentions here. Even um, our editor, producer Jason, actually came in while I was doing notes and wrote that the TMNT arcade game is greater than the Simpsons arcade game and said, I have spoken. Um, the that is fair. Ninja Turtles one did come out first, but I know that that might be a point of contention with some people who are yeah. arcade people. So I don't just, just real quick. Do you, which one did you prefer? TMNT. The, the TMNT one. Okay, same. But also, I know people who like the Simpsons one better, mainly because like Marge was like hitting people with back. I mean, it was great. I mean, I I enjoyed the Simpsons one. It wasn't like it was bad. I just enjoyed the other one. Yeah, not using Twitter logic here. I can like something else more, and the other thing can still be good. Yeah, still exactly. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, also obviously the toys. The toys were basically put Playmate on the map, um, and after the changes, the characters were made. Uh, I won't go too much into the toys, mainly because it's basically they made a bunch of money off toys. But if you want kind of a more straightforward take on just the toys alone, Toys Who Made Us has a great episode that I recommend if you are if you want to go kick yourself for letting your mom throw out your Ninja Turtle toys. No, so I refuse to watch that show because of how many <laughs> toys. And I'm like, I had all this, and now I have no idea whatever happened to them. There is also a musical. Um, coming out of their shell concert tour the tour featured live action turtles playing music as a band donatello on keyboard leo on bass guitar raf on drums and sax and michelangelo on guitar um on a stage with a familiar plotline april o'neill is kidnapped by the shredder and the turtles must rescue her i put the link to it like to the full show in 60 fps um on the show notes it is basically nightmare fuel and not good. It is amazing. Oh, so I shouldn't have clicked this. Oh, it is amazing. Yeah. It is. Oh, it's, it is not amazing, but it's hilarious. Yeah, it's. <laughs> yeah. It's it's uh, thanks I hate it type of situation yeah, it's where great. it's not it's amazing. Great. Yeah, go click on that. It is over the top yes. with like rock ballads and all kinds of craziness. It's it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> sorry if you like it. I'm sorry, but it's not good. It's amazing. What are you talking about? <laughs> basically altogether the franchise is currently at 14.4 billion to its name making it the 36th highest grossing media franchise beating out franchises like sailor moon spongebob final fantasy star trek um superman that are all in the top 50 um and will probably keep on going because they have the show they have another movie coming out so i'm sure that this will grow but you know top 50 for something that was basically produced as an indie comic for the majority of its life, I think is pretty good. I think it's also pretty good considering outside of like we said, mainly the toys, like we do have a good, like two video games that are great. But then like mm-hmm. outside of that, there's no video games for them at all. Despite even that we have all yeah. the shows. And if there were, it's like something yeah. I don't recall. Like they weren't. Yeah, big. exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They, they, they made just a kind of mobile made... game that somebody that 10 people played, but there wasn't any. Exactly. When I was going through it, it was a bunch of like iOS games. Yeah. There was a bunch of, um, there was like some crossover games. There's like some tabletop games, but really it was mainly just the the arcade games that 
where they got because once the new movie started coming out, they made like a 2007 game based on the 2007 animated movie. But I mean, I didn't play it. Yeah, that's what I said because so. like I know it's been big and it's been done well, but it is surprisingly how long it's sustained just off of basically a TV show. And yeah, maybe a TV few, show a and selling toys. a bunch of toys yeah. on uh, is where they get a lot of their their merchandising money from. Yeah. I think the movies themselves have averaged like one point five. Yeah, I mean, I, like I know they've done so, well, but they haven't not, done anything it's not crazy. Terrible. Yeah. They haven't yeah, done terrible, terrible, but they haven't but... done amazing. Like I said, you mentioned what two hundred and fifty million out of. I mean, Frozen probably beat that whole movie from twenty sixteen this weekend. Like it's not yeah. like they're out selling yeah. a billion per movie. And then obviously the '90s. I mean, I guess if you do inflation, they probably will jump quite a bit. But still, yeah, we have a long gap yeah. of like ten plus years between movies. I mean, uh, live actions. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know. I think it's done it well for just basically being toys and some TV in a TV show. <laughs> I agree, yeah. but I miss the most of that because I couldn't stop watching that musical. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. We're basically it? just so. <sighs> Basically, they make thirteen billion of that fourteen million off of merchandising yes. sales. That's insane. <laughs> like it's well, because I insane. will say, like, because as much as my brother, because like, we talked about it a little bit on the Scooby Doo episode, like me and my brother both have like fond memories of Scooby Doo, and so do my parents. But the Ninja Turtles is like, so far as I can remember, is the only thing that we both had like childhood toys of from different periods that weren't hand me downs. Like, we both had our own toy memories with Ninja Turtles, because my brother also loved the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah. because even if you look at, like, the list here, if you look at their merchandise and sales compared to the stuff that's doing better than it, like, it sells, the merchandise for that sells better than Pac-Man. The merchandise sells more than Avengers. The merchandise sells more than The Simpsons. Uh, like, it sells more than things that, so even if you, let's look at the top stuff here. I mean, because even then, like, we kind of mentioned before of, like, giving your ki- children turtles. And letting them do whatever fighting yeah. stuff is in you know, campy versus like I gave them adventure toys, which at the end of the day is still just humans with superpowers. Yeah, I mean Dragon Ball's at sixteen and Teenage Mutant Turtles does more merchandise sales than they do, uh, more than the MCU like together. Like over, I mean obviously shorter time period, but they have sold a lot, a lot, a lot of toys, a lot of play sets, a lot of sewer play sets and the trucks and all, all that kinds of stuff so they've done a lot just from two dudes who wanted to make a comic in their studio house while watching bad tv one day so moving on from there i think like the basically last kind of thing that i wanted to talk about is kind of just like the message of teamwork that this show kind of portrays um, and I think one of the reasons why Ninja Turtles resonates with people outside of just kind of its outlandish presence is like the heart of the show at the end of the day. It's all about teamwork, all about family and respect and honor and things like that. I think that resonates well with me and I know it resonated with my friends because we all kind of made each other into Ninja Turtles, right? Uh, the creators were basically two like-minded guys who wanted to chase their dreams of being comic creators and unlike some of the other franchises that we've covered, there isn't like a huge controversy between like these two like stealing ideas or taking all of the credit, um, which we've kind of run into a few times on some of our franchises and characters. And I think that really translates to how well the Turtles and Splinter work together. Um, there is a little bit of fallout, you know, but nothing like nothing like we've covered before. They basically fell out because they kind of just grew apart as they grew older, but they didn't, you know steal his ideas and we think that one of them did more than the other and no one kind of knows it's not like the batman situation because that one was bad um and what i take from this series is basically this so first and foremost i think family coming from unlikely places as the fast and the furious fan um i love how the show basically shows coming that family being more than just blood so you basically have four turtles Sometimes five with Venus, if you like the animated or the live action show, a rat, a reporter and a former hockey player basically make up the core of the family and they're there for each other, showing that like differences doesn't doesn't really matter as long as you kind of have that common purpose and common goal. And can we also like just say that if if these two wanted like they or if these dudes wanted, they could like take over the city. They're four giant ass turtles who can fight really well. They could probably take over New York if they wanted, but they don't. Um, and I think that also shows it doesn't matter where you start. 
it's all about what you do with what you got. So they're literally sewer dwelling creatures who could have easily taken over New York, but chose not to. And they do mess up a lot. They're teenagers. They do dumb stuff. They fight, but that doesn't stop them from trying to be better. And each of them has, each one of them has to deal with their own character flaws in their own way. And they have to like balance it out with their strengths. So, you know, the, one of the common themes is Raphael and Leo, you know, kind of vying for who's going to be the leader and like not listening. You know, uh, Mikey just doing, uh, just not thinking things through and doing things incorrectly. You know, Donatello overthinking things with science instead of just kind of going with like the flow. Those are all things that they have to deal with. And, but at the end of the day, it all makes them better, which leads me to one of like the biggest things that I find important for this show is that you don't have to be good at everything, but when you find something that you're good at, like master that shit and like be really, really good at it. So all four turtles contribute to the team differently, right? With Leo being the leader, Raph being kind of the muscle, quote unquote, uh, Donnie being the science guy, and Mikey being the kind of comic relief. Like they all play differently into their teams, and they're all pretty good fighters. But they all mastered their own weapons, and none of them can use the weapons as good as the person who mastered that weapon. And when one is missing, they feel it. But you know even more to that there's nothing wrong with like staying in your lane if you know that someone knows something better than you then be okay with that like none of them try like Raphael doesn't try to be the science guy Mikey doesn't try to be the leader like they just all kind of stay in their lanes because they know what works and what's important for their overarching goal I think that's super important yeah I think that we've actually had this conversation at work so I work on a team that's now up to five people but it was a it was a team of three of us and we had a, we had to cover like a lot of stuff at work and one of the things that we realized and one of the things that like we kind of put at the center of what we do as a team is we each essentially play to our strengths and we co like we co-lead projects with people with somebody else who fills in where that strength is like one of my coworkers is really good on data but she hates presenting and doesn't know how to build that course structure so she does all the data and the tools and then I, I do the presenting and I build out a course structure. Like we, there is a, what people don't realize is that it's okay to have faults and it's okay to uh, not be good at everything, but like recognizing that you're not good at those things is also like a really important teamwork skill so that you can like help others who can be good at that thing. And like, I completely agree Like that shit. I, that is, that is stuff that I use every day. <laughs> like yeah. good lessons. Yeah. And yeah, it's a good lesson. I don't think that we get it enough or I don't even think kids get it enough. Right. Cause we watch all of these shows, I guess like my biggest, the only thing I can think that relates well to it is maybe like troll hunters, right? Like each person like in the troll hunters has like kind of their own thing that they're good at. And that, I think that's why that, that show makes – that's why I think that show is so good. But if you look at shows that are just focused on, like, one character and that one character is good at everything and doesn't really mess up too much, it's kind of hard to get those lessons from something not teamwork-related. The closest I could think of, actually, is Sailor Moon because each Sailor Scout has a designated role that they do really well and they have to acknowledge it. And Serena is, like, not good at anything until she has to be. <laughs> so yeah. – like that's probably the closest that I could think of because you have the smart person, you have the fight, the fighter, you have the passionate person, you have the beautiful person, like, and you have Serena who's the numb nut. But like, I say that with love. I love Serena now. Uh, Serena's stupid. <laughs> Serena is really stupid, and her skills are that she has no skills, and she has to learn that she has to do more. Like that is Serena. But like Sailor Moon is probably the only other thing that i could think of that actually hits that like different different personalities form a good team yeah because even if you look at you know i mean something that's going up against going up against it at this time for like the show as well as like the toy sales is like power rangers oh yeah and power rangers the same but yeah but power rangers i think is more like they're all pretty badass and they kind of focus on one through each episode they don't have that's those fair. big distinctions it's basically the red ranger and like everyone else is kind of on the same with the exception field. of Billy at least for the original Power Billy, Rangers Billy yeah Billy was exactly, the smart yeah. one and he was very Billy was clearly smart the smart one, one. Yeah. but yeah i agree like they have a large cast but like they don't really use the cast like in those roles that much yeah there was there was intentional intentional ways for them to, for Eastman and Peter to tell this story that i think really comes through with how well these characters are fleshed out and they really haven't changed like they haven't like 
gone through and changed their character traits, even though we've seen four different animated series, a bunch of different movies. That's basically the through line through all of it. Yeah. Um, I think that's really great. Um, and then just fi- kind of finally, just with the overtones of Japanese culture that values like respect and discipline, I think that Ninja Turtles really ranks up there with shows when you're trying to teach kids on how to live your life and how to not be or how to be like a good person and work well with others. I think this show ranks up there with uh, shows that I'll show my kids like this is what you should do, you know, be good at stuff, eat pizza and do the right thing, I think is what you kind of get from from this ridiculously premised franchise. And we're I, right I, about I, an hour. I got some. I'm sorry, I got, <laughs> you like wrap that up like right. I'm showing my kids. We're out of this bitch. So. <laughs> yeah, I can I can run through some fun facts <laughs> yeah. that I think are pretty there fun. But as far as but why are those? I mean, it's a show about turtles who work together to save New York City. Like, and sometimes they go time travel. <laughs> it's it's silly and ridiculous. But I think at the end of the day, like the reason why this show matters so much to me is those like lessons and learning how to deal with people. And I have really fond memories of of doing this with my own friends. Like we were all have things that we're good at. And I think we learned that really early on because of shows like Ninja Turtles, maybe not so much as much as we watch Dragon Ball Z at the end of the day, Goku's Goku, Vegeta, sometimes Gohan or come save the day in this one. It could be any one of them. I think that's a pretty strong message. So some real quick fun facts that I didn't, that didn't really fit anywhere else. Um, allegedly when doing the dishes one, one night, Eastman accidentally put his arm through a rectangular cheese grate, Ooh, which basically gave him uh, the idea. I don't want to hear that fun fact. <laughs> basically gave him the idea of Shredder. Uh, they also like were going to name him Great Ban or like Greater or something like that. So it's probably a good idea that they went with Shredder. But basically, his name just comes. His whole character just comes from a cheese grate, which I think is hilarious because he's actually pretty badass. Um. When Ninja Turtles arrived in the UK for the first time, the name had to be changed to Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles since local censorship policies deemed that the word ninja uh, was too excessively violent in its connotations <laughs> for children's programming. Even so much so that in the animated show, Mikey basically lost his nunchucks. How, is, how are point. nunchucks not as dangerous as katanas and size? Like that doesn't think- make sense. I think the reasoning was when I was reading up on it, I think people were getting nunchucks because they're probably easier to make your own nunchucks yes. than it is to make a katana. So I think they were they got oh, banned because they saw fair. an uptake and kids like beating the hell out of each other I in like totally, playgrounds. <laughs> I have totally made improvised weapons as a kid. So my favorite <laughs> it me of was that South Park episode. Like my, so do you all remember um in the Power Rangers movie there was the the woman who helps them and she has the whistling staff when she like spins yeah. and whistles? I broke my chicken limbo to do that. Oh my god. My mom was pissed. <laughs> and you're the reason why Mikey gets his nunchucks taken away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we also um, used to make nunchucks with string and uh, paper towel rolls. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As the turtles, you know, obviously turtles love pizza, um, and this basically created a basically vying for who would be the one to represent the Ninja Turtles in the pizza industry, and it caused a fierce battle between the pizza giants. Uh, Eventually, Pizza Hut was able to secure a $20 million marketing campaign with the movie, but if you remember in the movies, it's Domino's who got the privilege of feeding the turtles in the movie. Which was always kind of weird to me because I remember Pizza Hut having all these commercials, yep. but them eating Domino's in. I just remember Domino's had the thirty minutes or it's free thing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then they obviously reference in the yes, movie, which they also then got rid of because they realized traffic exists and their drivers suck. But yeah, yes. And just lastly, just I thought it was a cool fact: the first issue of Ninja Turtles sold for seventy thousand dollars. In 2012, and basically copies of that initial run range from like four thousand to like twenty thousand dollars. Oh so shit! You yeah. should have kept your comics too, basically. Nah, the toys were way better. True, true. Uh, but that's all I got. That's that's the Ninja Turtles. And again, if you want like more kind of deep into kind of that history, which we kind of had a nice overview of the toys you made this episode is is really good for the ninja turtles awesome yeah i, I don't really have anything else like i like i don't have like yeah, a super cool. deep connection to the ninja turtles other than i love them a whole bunch and my cousin stole my toys 
and told me I couldn't like it. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess I feel like I did, because like this was probably the first, I guess, toys that I can remember in the first, I guess, franchise I ever remember as a child. Like, this was probably... Like, as Kate mentioned, if there's any, if you can actually find any young photos of me, they're probably Ninja Turtles somewhere in there. And so I do remember them. Um, like I said, I did watch all of the stuff and most not. Um, I've, I've had trouble watching them of late just because I hate what they've done with the animation and their design, sadly. And so it's been a struggle to watch. But um, as Adrian mentioned, there's still, like, so much, there's so much older content that it doesn't ever bother me. And a lot of the yeah. older content is actually, like, especially when it comes to the movies, it's way better than what we get now. Yes. Which is always... Yeah. <laughs> um, I do wish we'd get some more games, because I do remember playing the older side-thrower games, and it's been weird that I franchise this long, which then again, we've just kind of discussed over, like, the last... This year, actually, we bring up a lot of these animated stuff of, like, they used to have a ton of video games, and video games used to come out every year of, like, different things, and now they're a dime a dozen, maybe. Or they went from a dime a dozen to maybe there's barely any. Which is funny that you say that, too, because, like, everywhere else we have like movies being remade and rebooted nonstop yeah. but I would like but like video games you get originals IPs like nonstop. Yeah, we like I said we we get a Call of Duty every year but we haven't had a I can't remember like I said obviously I don't care about the iOS games they probably like 12 people paid played and it probably cost you $30 to play for an hour. Um but no, um, I always I always have a soft part for uh, Teenage Mutant Turtles. They were definitely a big part of my childhood and everything else, but um We'll see what happens, I guess, for me. Reboot of a reboot of a reboot. I just really want to yeah. watch Secret of the Ooze. Me too. <laughs> I do actually want to watch Out of the Shadows, and for some reason I've always just kept saying it, but then I was just like, I don't know if I'm ever going to get myself to do it. I think it's on Hulu right now. No, it's a, it's on it's on a Prime yeah, it's Video. It's available. Video. It's really okay. easily available, which is weird that, like I said, you can't find the damn 90s ones. <laughs> but Yeah, that's kind of a pain. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think from what I was like reading, they're kind of like in a, uh, a downslope, and they're kind of hoping that this new show picks them back up, just because they haven't. I mean, I guess they're, they have like, the comic run going on IDW, but that's obviously not driving the bulk of their income from from what we saw. So, you know, hopefully they keep going and we get uh, not Skybeam Michael Bay movie because they've already fought the Krang, so I'm not sure what they're supposed to do now. Uh, yeah. Ninja Turtles, go Ninja, go Ninja, go. go ninja. Kate, get us That's out of here. So good. I'm hungry. Uh, yeah, as always, if you want to help support the show, head on over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Um, You get access to all these awesome research notes that we spend countless hours crafting. <laughs> A lot of hours, but not countless. Um, it's really cool. You have all of like, our little notes, all of our links, all of our references. Um, and then... You can follow us on social media at But Why Though PC on everything, but we're most active on Twitter and get at us at our personal Twitters. I'm at OMFRandier. Adrian? Yep, you can find me on Twitter at SuperEast93, S U P E R R U I Z 93. Matt? I'm going to go make a sandwich. <laughs>